Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Lombardi line as we welcome you back. Hope you had a great weekend. It's a Monday here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. I had a chance uh, to speak with my mother yesterday, and she said, Well, Patrick, that head coach, Dan Campbell, he has, uh, Dan Campbell, he, he's got quite a personality on him. Now, I will say this. Her, her husband, Mike, a great guy, was hanging out, uh, worked, you know, his whole entire life at the Ford plant. Him and all his guys are all in on Dan Campbell. So the shtick is working in Michigan. You know, blue collar, this, you know, shtick, basically. So let's take a look at the Lions, if you don't mind here, Michael. Uh, a no, team... let's do it. Let's do it for you, Mom. Let's see, let's see if we can improve. I mean, everybody loves Jared Goff up there, too. It's amazing what a change of scenery does. It's You know what's really amazing? It's when you don't have to play games. How good players are without games. You can be a hell of a roster when you don't have to play games. It's really remarkable. It, it, it really it, is. It really, I think you, you might even be a little bit more bullish on this team. I think you're going to be terrible. Their total set at five. To make the playoffs, they're five to one. To miss the playoffs, they're minus 700. Okay, so a couple things here. Uh, DeAndre Swift and Jared Goff are building quite a rapport, which is great. Uh, also, uh, Tim Twentyman, who covers the Lions on the beat, said he wouldn't be surprised if Hawkinson, the tight end, led the team in targets, catches, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns this season. So it's going to be conservative there with running the football. Anthony Lynn is the OC. Um, okay. Let's get your thoughts. It's probably the worst wide receiver core I've ever seen, to be fair. 
Well, I, I mean, not, and that's a little unfair, Patrick. I mean, Perryman <laughs> at, at times two years ago made some plays for the Jets. He can run. He's a little stiff. He doesn't change direction well. Terrell Williams, I mean, the Raiders gave him a huge contract, played really well. The deep ball did San Diego, played for, actually played for, uh, Anthony Lynn down yep. at the, with the Chargers, so knows them well. You know, they don't have a third receiver. Yeah, they're not good at receiver, but I think the biggest concern, if you're a Lion fan, is where are we on defense? How can we yeah. improve defensively? Do we have any team speed on defense? Can we cover anybody? You know, we spent a first-round pick on Akuda. You know, can he cover well enough? Are we going to be able to rush the passer? A lot of money on Trey Flowers. Okawara, I mean, the kid from Notre Dame was one of their best pass rushers. Can he continue and do we have any presence inside? I mean, they tried to draft defensive tackles, spent a second or third round pick on tackles. I think it's going to be a work in progress defensively. I think this is the challenge. And the problem's going to be for Aaron Glenn is you're going to use a lot of multiple fronts, multiple looks like they did at New Orleans where he came from. But you're going to have to try to get ahead of the game. And that's not typically what the Lions offense is built for based on their lack of explosive players within there. Now, their offensive line, I think you have to give them credit there. They're pretty good. Very good. They've got three number ones in the offensive line. They've got a They've got a four and a three to fill the guard position. So they've invested in offensive linemen. And if you believe in offensive linemen, then obviously you believe that the Lions are at least closer. So that line should help that them. It's just going to be, to me, injuries on defense, they can't afford any. And are they good enough if they don't get injuries? Oh, without a doubt, Michael, the offensive line, I think it's a really good offensive line, and obviously they draft a kid out of Oregon. Uh, it was a defense that was 32nd under Patricia, just horrible. Uh, here comes Aaron Glenn. I think he's going to run a 3-4, right? Anything? Do you, do you know what we can expect from Glenn as a uh, D.C.? I think what we're going to see from Glenn is multiplicity. I think when under the Dennis Allen regime that he was down in New Orleans, he's been in New Orleans a while. You know, he grew up really in the Belichick era where he was with the Jets. You know, he was with Parcells. So he's been around some really good coaches. I think you're going to see a multiple front. He doesn't have a true nose tackle to play a 34. I think he'll play some combination. He's going to have to try to create pass rush. He's going to have to try to create pass rush through multiplicity, through different looks, through odd fronts, odd floaters, bringing players from different angles off to the – off the off the edge to help the to help pressure the quarterback. The problem he has is he's slow. Mm-hmm. He's really slow. Very. He's slow on defense, and and that's what Patricia, Patricia did. Is they basically became slow, slow, slow on defense, and they don't have a fast linebacker. Uh, they really don't. They don't have anybody who could run and fly to the football. Jamie Collins is was was that guy at one time. He's not any longer. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're like glaciers out there. I did like Michael Brockers. To be fair, uh, Brockers is a good player who they signed. Um, I'm going to continue with this conversation because I, I have more questions for you about the Lions. But yes, on defense, they are slow, slow, slow. And uh, the groceries that were being picked by that regime uh, were quite interesting as we continue along here on the Lombardi line. It's a Monday and we say hi. Hope you're having a great day. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. We're talking Detroit Lions. You see, they're set at five as far as their win total. They're 25 to one in the north. Um, a Super Bowl, 200 to 1. Stephanie told me somebody bet $700 on the Lions earlier. Maybe bet MGM to win the Super Bowl, which is... Uh, Get out of here. I'm serious. Get out of here. Then, Seriously, yeah. if I was a ticket counter uh, employee and somebody showed up with $700 to bet on the Lions, I would talk them out of it. Like, there's got to be a better way to make a living. Like, say, what are we doing here? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, $700. You, you might as well like, just burn it. Oh. 
You might as well give St. it to Jude. St. Jude's. I, I would have a side in my sports book. Probably this is why I wouldn't be a successful sports better, sports booker, is I would have a side. If you're going to make a dumb bet, give it to St. Jude's. What did you say? If you're going to make a dumb bet, I would have a sign above the ticket counter. If you're going to make a dumb bet, give it to St. Jude's. Well, Steph was, yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. Steph was telling me, what's the 2.8, Steph? 1.1% of the handle is on the Detroit line. So, well, somebody, you're rich if you're betting $700 on this team to win the Super You don't Lombardi. care. No, St. Jude's. You, 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 haven't, you haven't read anything. You haven't read one thing that's been written. And look, let's face it, the, the shtick that Dan Campbell's got going is going to be It'll be good for a little while, but it's not going to last. Intelligence lasts, yeah. not rah-rah. You've got to prove to the players that you can make them become better players. And look, how bad will this look if Goff gets hurt? And you and I both know they're not going to be able to protect him like McVay did. Tim Boyle and David Blah are the backup quarterbacks. Oh, gosh. They could have the first pick in the draft if Goff gets hurt. You know, what's interesting is I'm, I think your offense is the strength. The defense could be horrible. I mean, listen, you know, they took, they took Hail Mary. Like, first off, Trufant's gone. Coleman's gone. They were, you know, cap casualties because they added them. Those general manager and head coach are trying to save their jobs. They draft Okuda. I'm not, look, it, you can tell me what to expect. He was not good as a rookie at cornerback. So maybe he takes that next step. It's you nailed it. This defense, there's a lot of question marks. It's really slow. It's just slow. And that's the problem. You know, Tavaye, the linebacker that they drafted in the second round in 19, He's not fast. No. He's their Mike linebacker. When your Mike linebacker's slow, your entire defense is slow. So I, I don't like him on defense. You know, Randy Bullock comes in and, and replaces Pratter as the field goal kicker. That was the strength of their team when Pratter could kick. Pratter was always pretty good for them. Yeah. And now is Bullock going to be, you know, those three points aren't going to come as easy for Bullock. Well, there's no need for speed when you're eating kneecaps. And that's what the plan is for the Detroit Lions this year. Dan Campbell, I, I, I'm just saying the shtick has landed. It's landed in Michigan. I, I know Michigan. It's very blue collar. They're 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 interested in getting tougher. And uh, he certainly, you know, you saw him wear the helmet. He was the Grand Marshal for the Detroit Grand Prix. He wore a helmet to his press con. He's a weird cat, Dan Campbell. Well, I mean, like I said, it has to be authentic. That shtick doesn't work if it goes for a long time. I mean, you know, that that's really the problem. And you, you've got to be able to, to, to offset that and see if it can work. I mean, you know, you've got to be realistic. And last year... You know, last year, Pratter was 75%. I want to look this up. He was 75% on his field goals, 21 for 28. And he was and, – and now you say, well, that wasn't very good. Well, he tried 10, 50-plus field goals. Yes. He made six of them. So, you know, and then he was four of seven inside the 40. So, of the 70 misses, four of them came outside of 50 yards. Yep. 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 Yes, sir. They let's see. Last one question for you. Offensively. Look, and, and maybe you're right. I was probably a little harsh on the wide receivers. I do like Hawkinson and I, he's he, good. He, 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 he is very good. The tight end. I think he's could be, it could be a star, but you mentioned if, if something goes wrong with golf, it's going to be a, when we're putting all of our eggs in the Jared Goff basket, that is uh, it's an interesting yeah. place to be. 
Jared Goff and Anthony Limbaskin. I mean, he's going oh, to be goodness. coordinated. He's going to have to change the way he plays, do different things. I, I don't. I think it's going to be a challenge. I really do. I think it's going to be a hard thing for him to see how he adjusts. Remember, football is a game of adjustments. How you adjust, and they don't have enough talent. I mean, they're a little bit like these teams that get to the playoffs in the NBA. If they can play their style, they'll be good. But when they have to change and play left-handed, there's not enough talent, and talent, and that's why teams lose series in the NBA. That's why teams aren't able to adjust from week to week in the NFL. Sometimes when you are a bad team, regardless of sport, at least you're fun to watch. I think you can would agree with me here. It's not going to be an overly exciting team to watch play football mm-hmm. with Anthony Lynn calling the plays. I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, I can't <laughs> no. imagine. Although, you know, I will say this, though, Patrick. If you don't beat yourself in the NFL – if you play games where you force the opponent to beat you, where you don't turn the ball over, you don't have holding penalties on kickoff returns, you don't have holding penalties on punt returns, you don't get into first and 20s, you don't turn, you know, you don't have a, a missed field goal from 38 yards, you don't do the dumb things that cost you games, you have a great chance to to win those games because the other team will mess them up. I mean, I, I was working on a column for the about the Giants on, for the Athletic tomorrow about what Jason Garrett is in, is is on the hot seat. I mean, he's clearly on the hot seat because the New York Giants football team is not going to admit that Daniel Jones isn't their future. The front office, the owners, they're all all in on Daniel Jones. But let me just give you a little bit of nuggets here. So he's thrown the ball four times over 300 yards in his NFL career. That's all. 27 starts. And all those throws have come at when he was playing for Pat Shermer, not when he was playing for Jason Garrett. The best game he's played for Jason Garrett was the Monday night game against the Tampa Bay Bucks. He averaged 6.6 yards per attempt. He turned the ball over. He's turned the ball over 20. He's fumbled 20 times in the pocket. He's lost 12. So they're all in on Daniel Jones. And Garrett's got to figure out a way to make this offense go. And it's one of the it was one of the worst offenses in football last year. Now you say, well, they didn't have they didn't have uh, Saquon Barkley. Okay, yeah, they had Saquon Barkley in the opening game. Saquon Barkley averaged before he got injured, he was averaging 1.8 yards per attempt. That's why they, you know they had a horrible offensive line and a horrible run game scheme. To me, the challenge for the Giants is: is Jason Garrett going to be up to the to being a great offensive coordinator? They put this marriage together, the Giants ownership convinced Joe Judge that Jason Garrett would be the perfect guy for them. And Daniel Jones, in their minds, is their star. And can he play effectively well enough? He's had 27 throws. Excuse me, he's had 39 throws of over 25 yards in his career. 39 in two years, in 27 games. A little more than one a game. 16 have occurred under the direction of Jason Garrett. And... I think you mentioned it, but I think that he, he caught that Buccaneer defense by surprise in his first start, where it may have been his best start, right? Remember that, where he that went off his, that yep. first one? So you removed yeah, that. Yeah, that was his best game. That's That was his best game of his career. That's one of those 300-yard games, yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a, a friend of mine in the NBA the other day, and we were talking about the, the great Rick Majerus, the basketball coach. And he was talking about how Rick Majerus has always was, had certain philosophies about offensive basketball. And, and, and Majerus would always say to the players, who am I? 
What, who am I? Who is and who am I? What am I trying to do? Who is my teammate and what is my teammate trying to do? That was his philosophy of offense. And so my question is, who is Daniel Jones? Is he a West Coast offense passer? Because that's what he was at Duke. Rhythm, three-step, five-step, bang it out and throw it. Or is he going to fit what Jason Garrett wants to do, which is the North Turner five-step slim post, five-step H-angle, throw the ball down the field. This kid has yet to average over seven yards per attempt in his NFL career. Mm. And they were... They were bad. I mean, they finished with the disastrous offensive season. They were 31st in yards and points. Now, as far as free agency, they do add Galladay. They are going to get Saquon back. But, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on that offense because the defense actually played very well, Michael. Right. And, I mean, that's, that's going to be the key. Is, is, is if the, Here's the thing. My point of the column is simply this. You know, we, we used to put a list together of – of head coaches who were on the hot seat to start the season. Who was fired first, right? And, and, and we can have that list, and that's really not, you know, what's all predicated on whether they're qualified or not. But the reality of it is, is we have now entered into the world of the NFL where coordinators get fired quickly. We have seen a turnover during the season of coordinators left and right. You know, Paul Gunther gets fired last year. A bunch of guys get fired during the season. And my point is, if things don't go well early for Daniel Jones, he's not getting fired. It'll be Garrett. And Garrett has to prove if he ever wants to be a head coach again. He spent 10 years as a head coach. If he wants to be a head coach again, he's got to show that he's got the ability to lead an offense. And last year, for whatever the reasons, they were not very good last year on offense. Daniel Jones didn't take that mother may I step forward. And can he do it this year? Open the game versus the Broncos, be a challenging game against Vic Fangio's defense. Hard to do. A lot of blitzes. He'll mess up Jason Garrett. He'll attack his protections well. Washington, another defensive front, hard to handle. I don't know where we are with Atlanta. Going to New Orleans and going to Dallas, those, those are not easy games any longer because of the crowd noise. This is going to be a challenging opening of the season. Those six games to start the year for the Giants are going to be really tough. We'll see where they are. Giants were 6-10 and 10 last year. You see the posted win total set at 7, headed to 7.5, Michael, at BetMGM because it's juiced up to minus 140. If I gave you 7.5 on the Giants, sounds like you're going under. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they get to eight. Yeah, that offense. Is I think a they're a seven win team. Yeah, I think the, I, I have not. I, I just laid out stats that show me that they're not improved on offense. Now, Galladay's going to help. There's no question. Sterling Shepard's still there. They've got other guys still involved with their offense. Barkley's back. How good will Barkley be coming off the torn ACL? That's a good question. And will they will they help their running game out? I mean, last year when they had Barkley, he averaged he averaged .6 a carry against the Giants. Excuse me, against the Steelers. When you when you can't get back to he had he had 15 carries for six yards in the Steeler game. That's not just because you got out talented. That's because your scheme isn't very good. And he's not the greatest blocker, right? You can't really leave him on the Barkley. Cannot pass protect. Can't, can't cannot pass, pass protect. He's, you know, he's got a red dot on his shoulder pads. Says if he's in the game, attack the pocket. Now, if he proves he can pass protect, which he has to do, Garrett has to utilize him in the passing game and show people he can pass protect. Because if not, he is going to get blitzed. And when Daniel Jones gets blitzed, his quarterback rating goes down to about seventy-two. Well, I think it's. It, 
in division, I think the bigger news came earlier in the show when you mentioned you were hanging out with some. And by the way, congratulations to the Eagles signing Nick Mullins, who is serviceable. But you mentioned you were hanging out with some Eagle fans, and it's a lock. They're going to win that division. I mean, this is an underrated football team, right? They don't want the points either. And they may not be favored in the game, but it doesn't matter. They don't want the points. Money line. Money line. It's, it's, we know I, that. I, I, Look, here, here's their thought process. They feel like, you know, offensive line, they're going to be better. They've got sure. all these receivers. Jalen Hurts is going to take off and go. You sure. know, look, if you believe in Jalen Hurts like they do, you better play the over at six and a half. The under's actually juiced, isn't it, Patrick? It is actually six and a half over juiced 165. It's headed to seven. You're right. The Eagles fly, Eagles fly. How about that? Mm. How about that? It's Nick yeah. Sirianni? I mean, yeah. I don't know if there's a, you know, I think they're on par. Look, if you told the giant front office that they're over under win total in Vegas was seven, they would laugh at you. They think they have a really good team. They think they have a really, really good team. They think they're ready to compete. They think they can win the division. I, I do like to, uh, honestly, it was weird. I kind of came out of last year liking Judge a little bit. Uh, I don't know. And he does a little bit of the shtick with the, with the football guy stuff. I, but you're right. The offensive coordinator. Uh, were you surprised they kept the offense? Uh, again, they had issues with the offensive line. Remember the fight. But were you surprised they kept Garrett running the offense there in, in New York? I think they love Garrett. Garrett's oh, they do. one of them. Okay. He's a Jersey guy. Oh, they love Garrett. They, they, you know, they, they hired Garrett immediately. Okay. So I mean, Garrett, when you get a reputation for being a guru in the NFL, no one looks at the numbers or looks at the rue. They just think you're a guru. <laughs> Where is the rue? Um, the wow! I, I'm happy to hear that the Eagles fans are so into it. That'll be interesting to see. It's, I mean, I think they feel like look. I, I mean, defensively, they've got some good players up front. I mean, I don't know if there's a separation between the Giants or the Eagles. Look, the Eagles' defensive front can be, you know, can they play? They're going to be a zone team. Seriani's the wild card. What are they going to be on offense? How good is Jalen Hurts when he starts to get hit? People think their offensive line, you know, they got Lance Johnson back. They get, uh, you know, uh, Brandon Brooks back at right guard. Kelsey comes back for another season. They'll figure out the left tackle, whether it's Mulata or Dillard, you know, and then the only hole in their offensive line is the is the guard. They got Zach Ertz. They got three receivers. I mean, they spent a ton of draft capital on wide receivers receivers I mean then defensively you know they've got Fletcher Cox they still have Brandon Graham they signed Ryan Kerrigan they have no linebackers which you have to have to play this defensive scheme that they want to run but that's just the Eagles I mean that's how they they don't value it they signed they signed Eric uh, the kid from Minnesota Eric Kendricks they signed him to, to help them so we'll see it's a big job. I mean, Sirianni could get swallowed up by the job. Maybe he's great. I have no clue. But that's that's a big job, and it's a big step. It's a big step up for him. No. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think there's no. I'm sorry. They signed Eric Wilson from Minnesota, Wilson. not Kendrick. Yep. They signed Eric Wilson. Yeah, but it is a big job. It's going to be a challenge. But look, they have Derek Barnett, a first round pick. They got Fletcher Cox. They got Brandon Graham. They signed a lot of money for for J- Javon uh, Hargrove, Hargrave. They got you know they drafted. They signed Ridgeway. They signed Kerrigan. I'm sorry. They've got a bunch of defensive linemen. You know, can they cover anybody in the back end? That remains to be seen. But they, remember, they paid Darius Slay last year. Let's keep the NFL conversation going. Carson Wentz. Yeah. You've heard of him in Philly. Uh, he's excited. He's excited about Indy. they got something special cooking. We'll find out if Michael agrees coming up here on the Lombardi line.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Josh Applebaum joining us in just a little bit. We'll get a market update as we welcome you back. Hope you're having a great Monday. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We're talking NFL, and let's talk about the Colts. Who should? You know, it's going to come down to them or the Titans, I would imagine. Michael, you can correct me in the South. But Wentz uh, recently said, when you look around and see not just the talent, but the young talent, and then you combine that young talent with what we just talked about, a Mm -hmm. lot of good dudes, a lot of not just good players, but good people. It's exciting. Don't get me wrong. It's exciting. There's something special brewing here. I don't know if that's taking a shot at Philly, but uh, Carson into the good people there. They it should come down to them and the Colts in the South. Let's get started here. Excuse me, the Titans. Let's get started on the Colts. Well, you know, it all really hinges. The big if for the Colts is can Carson Wentz be good enough? I mean, can Carson Wentz go back to 2017 Carson Wentz where he was under center had a really good run game behind him. You know, they had Blunt. They had Jay Ajayi. 
They were able to really run the ball. They were not effective on first down, that Eagle team in 17. They were not great on second down. They were tremendous on third and long. He converted a ton of them. He made a lot of plays with his arm. He made a lot of plays with his feet. Frank Wright was there to watch all of them. But this team in Indianapolis, the if is him. Can he give them the plays that they need differently than what Phillip Rivers was able to give them? Some movement in the pocket, some bootlegs, some nakeds. You know, Rivers was a stationary target. They're going to have to move him a little bit because the left tackle situation is tenuous. They signed Eric Fisher. He probably won't be ready until mid-October. Sam Tevy, who played left tackle for the Chargers last year, will have to fill in for them, and we'll see if they can hold up. But the essence of this team is their run game, the toughness, the physicality. They'll call run plays when you least expect it. And they've got running backs, whether it's Taylor, Hines, Mack, you know, they they got, you know, they have all these players that they can come in and really create a nightmare for you. Then we go to defense, right? And I think that's really where the concern is. You know, they needed some more pass rushers. They drafted Pay in the first round. You know, they've got to be able to get Torre, the kid they drafted in 18 in the second round, to go along with Lewis in the second round to blend in with one of the best defensive tackles in all of football in Buckner. And then you add Leonard and you add some defensive players that can cover. Rhodes, I thought, even played better for them last year. So this is a good team. Good in the kicking game. They're good in the kicking game. They're good on offense. They're good on defense. They're fast. They play to their stadium. I think they're going to be a hard team to play. Do you believe in Wentz with Wright? I do. I really do. I, I think Wentz was not an RPO quarterback. I think there was complete disconnect between Doug Peterson and Wentz. I don't know what happened. I don't know the underlying factors. But, you know, there was something that told them that they fell in love with Jalen Hurts and fell out of love with Carson Wentz to the point where he never got to his contract. Patrick, he never got to his, his extension contract. He got the guarantee bonus and the signing bonus, but he never got to the base salaries. That love affair ended quickly. I mean, Richard Burton and, and Elizabeth Taylor had longer stays. I mean, it was really, you know, I mean, J-Lo's had, had longer lovers than this guy, than those two, right? That's right. If you want to contemporize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it's just, it was, something was, something went wrong in Philly. You know, and and Philly caught lightning in a bottle to win that Super Bowl. There's no denying that. I mean, Frank Wright had played a big part in that. Remember, you know, we know this. I mean, there was a moment where Peterson wasn't going to come back for the second season. I think there was some some feeling that he wasn't, and that second season ended up being the Super Bowl year. Nine and a half is the number on the Colts over at BetMGM. It's minus 150 on the over, so it's headed to 10. I'll give you nine and a half. You feel good about going over there? I go to 10. I think 10 and 7. Are you a good team if you're 10 and 7? <laughs> 17 games is, is just messing my brain up. Uh, they, I mean, I think you're just a, I think you're a good team. I think if you're a legitimate Super Bowl team, you're not 10 and 7. Unless you get hot like the Giants did one year, like teams typically do. But 10 and 7, it sounds a lot better than it actually really is. Four games against the Jags and Texans. That helps. You know, they say that, that, that 60 is the new 40 or whatever the hell that is. I think 12 and 5 is the new really good team. I think maybe 13 and 4 is the really good team. 13 and 4, really good. 12 and 5, good, good. Above, good, good. And then 10 and 7, <laughs> above average. I got you. 
Well, you, we got to, we got to change the curve here. I mean, I mean, we got to get out the. We might want to call. We might want to have a Catholic school nun on to see what she thinks about this on the grading system. We do. Yeah. Can we get a nun for Saturday here on the Lombardi line? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we. Can. I bet you Berman knows one. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> I know. Not with all that drinking. All right, we continue. <laughs> I'm just playing, Bill. We we continue. Uh, Josh Applebaum, he's fired up on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you why when we come back with Josh here on the Lombardi line. If you missed any of the Lombardi line or any of the shows, you can go download it. Stay up to date with the free VEASAN podcast. Follow the money, numbers game, Lombardi line, beating the book, all the podcasts, including uh, Market Insights, which Josh Applebaum hosts. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and listen to all the VEASAN shows for free as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi, of course. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to bring in Mr. Market Insights, Josh Applebaum, who's fired. I told you, he's fired up on Twitter. Uh, he's got his hashtag out, hashtag let us bet. What is, uh, what's going on with that? You got a little attitude on Twitter, I see, huh? Yeah, I'm a little feisty today, guys. So, Michael and Patrick, great to be with you. We walked the tightrope yesterday with the Suns, came through. Congratulations. Luckily, I got really worried. You know, I get heartburn when I'm on the side of the public, but luckily the sharps on the Suns, too, came through. Uh, but, guys, I'm really excited because this Thursday there's going to be a hearing in Massachusetts. <laughs> They're going to take all the sports betting bills that have been proposed, Governor Charlie Baker, different um, guys and girls in the Senate uh, proposing these different bills. So uh, Massachusetts, as we know, my home state, uh, been dragging their feet for years and years on this. But uh, as Daniel Wallach tweeted out, Daniel Wallach is a great follow for everything legalization. Uh, we are going to have this hearing on Thursday, and if all goes well, Patrick, you're starting to hear a little more rumblings about Massachusetts legalizing betting. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, rabid fan base. Uh, you, you don't need me to tell you guys that. Uh, obviously, a huge market here. Almost every neighboring state of Massachusetts is legal except Massachusetts. But starting this Thursday, guys, fingers crossed, hopefully I'll be joining Michael, you in Jersey, and Patrick, you in Vegas pretty soon. Let, hashtag let us Josh, back. let me ask you. Let me ask you. What if they go through this meeting and everything gets gets uh, approved? Then where is the what's what happens next? What's the next step? Yeah, so I think the discrepancy here, Michael, is obviously um, they're you know fighting over taxes and which bill they want to amend, either the the Senate or the House of Representatives one. But if they can hammer this out, if they can figure out. The taxing issues, the licensing issues, obviously DraftKings located in Boston. You have a lot of these uh, Boston sports teams who have already partnered with Sportsbook. So pretty much everything's ready to go. Uh, but what they need to do now is figure out which bill, which version they'll adopt, uh, reconcile all their differences. And fingers crossed, it's getting pretty tight here. But there's an outside chance if this meeting goes well Thursday, you could see it by week one of the NFL season. Uh, so, uh, so fingers crossed. I'm excited here in Boston, guys. Okay, let's get it trending. Hashtag let us bet. Ole Applebaum leading the charge. Okay, let's get a market update to get us started here, Josh. Yeah, first one today, guys, talking 76ers and Hawks. So this one reminds me a lot of the Suns game from yesterday. So obviously we're going to game four today here. You saw uh, the two teams split in Philadelphia. Sixers bounced back with a big, big win 
127-111, pretty much a route. Easily covered that two uh, in the last game, minus two favorite on the road. But, Michael, looking at this one today, you know, open at minus two and a half, 76ers. It got up uh, to three. It even got up to three and a half. So all liability has been on the Sixers side. You did see a little bit of Hawks money, plus three and a half when the hook was there. Uh, drop it back down to three. Now, I'm looking at where we're going to go right now because, again, we're basically two and a half up to three. But does it get back down to two and a half? You are seeing some shops that are uh, juicing up a little bit, that plus three side with the Hawks. I think that plus three and a half Hawks money was real to cause this thing to fall because you are seeing a ton of bets here on the Sixers. Again, I liked them to the Suns yesterday. They're the popular play, over 70% of bets, but almost 80% of money. So it's not just public. Looks like some respected money there. And, Michael, this is the best spot that we've seen in the playoffs so far. Road favorites, believe it or not, 12-4 and four against the spread, covering 75% of the time. Short favorites, five or less, are 66% ATS. Favorites with a line move in their favor, so two and a half up to three, 63%. You've also seen um, a little bit of over money. Some shops are 225 and a half, uh, 225 up to 225 and a half. You have a couple over refs here. Uh, the over is two and one this series. So, Michael, what do you think? Would you lay it with the, with the Sixers with all these system matches? And what difference do you think missing Danny Green will make tonight? I don't think Danny Green's going to be the significant difference because I think he wasn't shooting the ball very well. And, you know, Korkmaz is always inconsistent with his shootings. When he plays well and shoots well, the Sixers are a much better team. When they can get some kind of production away from the rotation, when they, especially when they throw the double team in, they don't have an answer for Embiid. Uh, you know, I do think this will be the Hawks' best game. They've got to slow the pace down. I, I think they can't match the 76ers. They're too long. They're too, they're too athletic. And they get in a half-court set, it becomes even a problem. So they've got to pace this game the right way. I found it interesting that, you know, even though the ticket count split is 80-20 Philly, the money split is 51-49 Philly. So the money's very tight. You know, I could see it. Now, look, I know you're all over Atlanta because that line over Atlanta, it's contrarian, it's reverse line. It's got all the things you love and <laughs> deal with. I, 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 Again, you know, for me, I would take Atlanta, and I would take Atlanta in the points just because I am a, a complete, you know, I am completely negative admitted to when it comes to Philadelphia. Nuh-uh. You're lying. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, I am. We'll get your official good both You don't want to watch a game with you no, don't want to watch a game with imagine. me and Philly. Poor Mill, Millie's got to clear the room. I mean, she she's doesn't just, even no, yeah. She's like, no, what she don't have what what I need to do I get myself involved with here. Uh, we'll get both your official plays uh, on that game and the next, but let's get a market update. What's been happening with this number in Los Angeles with the clip here, Josh? Yeah, this is another move where it's kind of similar to the previous game in L.A. because we did see in this spot here a lot of these books open. Uh, Clippers are on a four-point favorite at home. Some were four and a half. But pretty much all movements been toward the Clippers. They're now up to five. Remember, they were down 0-2 at a big win in game three, 132-106. Uh, what I like about this one, guys, I think Clippers are kind of sneaky sharp because if you look at a lot of these bet splits from BetMGM, about 60% of the bets are on the Jazz, but it only accounts for half the money. So I think you're just saying when one of these spots, again, like, how do you not take the points with the Jazz? But yet the Clippers are seeing the movement in their favor. This would also match uh, home favorites who have gone seven and three ATS in round two. Favorites in general this postseason, a little chalky or very chalky, 65% ATS. And also short favorites, five or less, that move in their favor. That's 14 and seven ATS, 67%. This would also be another over opportunity. A lot of these books open 223 and a half. It's now up to 224. And Michael, I think the big X factor is Donovan Mitchell. You know, uh, when he's on and he's healthy, they're hard to beat. But what if he hurts his ankle again and has to leave this game early? I think you're seeing all movement here toward the Clippers. 
Yeah, and, and that I like the I love the, the the Jazz today, but I don't love them because I can't predict the injury on. I mean, I like them to win the series. I like them. I think they're the better team. I think Donovan Mitchell's the most valuable player, and I think he's unstoppable. He's as good as Kawhi has been, but I I can't. I don't know if you. If you do this, could this be the perfect in-game bet game? Because you want to at least gauge where you are with Donovan Mitchell before you put your hard-earned money down. That's a very good point. Josh, how about you, buddy? You were on the Clippers in Game 3. They were lane. You were, you're on the Clippers, it sounds like. We'll get an official pick. They're lane. You were all with the public yesterday with Phoenix. I, don't, I barely know you. I know it's really tough guys and again my one saving grace here is and again I'm a contrarian I want to be uh, on the side of the house but it's a chalky playoffs I don't want to be the smartest losing better Patrick I want to be the smartest winning better <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why this dude makes me laugh so much okay we come back we got NHL we got Mr. Baseball we'll get official plays from Josh and of course Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi line <laughs> The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five Casino. Casino. Win at High Five Casino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
the Euros are going down. As a matter of fact, Slovakia right now beating Poland 2-1. to one. If you bet over at BetMGM today on the Euro 2020 match, either team scores a goal, you're going to win regardless of the outcome. You just got to use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. It's a new customer offer. It's paid for and free, free bets. Pardon me. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions or just download the app. It's really simple. If you have a gambling issue, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-2707-117 for Alpha, Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text Redline 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay, we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Josh Applebaum, Mr. Market Insights himself. And you just texted me and he said, man... These, the postseason in the NBA has been so chalky. Why don't we get those stats in to help the uh, audience contextualize just how chalky it's been? Yeah, and again, Patrick, we're joking around, but seriously, I'm a dog better, and it's just it's frustrating in these playoffs, and I think at some point you just got to say, hey, what's cashing? It doesn't mean it's going to continue to cash, but what is working, and chalk is working. And for anyone new listening, chalk is just taking that favor. I think, Patrick and Michael, it comes back to like, when they used to write the, the lines on the chalkboard right. and you put the minus in front of the favorite there. So a uh, little pub trivia for you next time you're out at the bar, Patrick. But uh, <laughs> favorites so far this postseason, including these play-in games, 40 and 23. That's a 63.5% cover rate. Wow. Uh, $100 better would be up $1,500 right now. So, uh, Michael, what do you think is going on here? Are the odds makers just you know undervaluing the favorites? Are we just seeing the good teams rising to the top? Uh, what do you think is, is the reason for these favorites doing so well? You know, that's a hard one for me, Josh. I, I really don't know. I think a lot of it is the, the there's a discrepancy in terms of Phoenix was just a much better team, Denver's injury. I think the fact that, that there's not a lot of uh, sparring, I don't think those, these, some of these teams are just not ready for the playoffs, and I think injuries are taking a toll on the wear and tear. The physicality of these games have increased tremendously. I mean, where we are today in the playoffs, we were never close to being there in the regular season. I didn't see it, and I think it's probably taken some time for players to get adjusted to it. Yep. Could they get be getting a bolt, uh, uh, like a bolt of energy from the crowds being involved as well? Most of the time, you know, uh, the idea that they just went yeah. from nothing to something. You're seeing some of these waves during a game pick up, like Milwaukee. When Milwaukee went on that run in the second quarter yesterday, that crowd got into it. Uh, maybe there's something there. Uh, it's intangible. You can't really measure it, but it is interesting nonetheless. Been very chalky this year in the postseason. Okay, let's get to your official uh, plays here. And Michael, I'll start with you. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. You know what? I'm going to save uh, that Atlanta game. You've heard of it. Let's start with, uh, we'll start with the late one. The Jazz at the Clip. Uh, the Clippers right now laying four and a half. I'll give you five and 223 and a half. I just think that this is a little bit of a rich. I don't think Bogdanovich won't shoot two for ten in, in this game. I, I think it's a little bit heavy. I really do. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Will Hill. I think he, by moving Gobert into the corner, guy going small, you limit his effect in terms of protecting the paint. But they can can they continue to shoot at a 15 for 22 rate from Nick Baton, Reggie Jackson, and Paul George from the three-point line? I don't see it. I'm going to go on the limb here. I'm going to take the Jazz and the points. I just feel like Donovan Mitchell will be healthy enough to play, and I think he's going to be the difference. Okay. Josh? Yeah, Michael, I think you're getting the plus five there with the Jazz. That's your best number. We did see some buyback on the plus five. I'm going to go Clippers here, guys. Again, I don't know who I am playing all these favorites, but this does match a lot of systems for me. So number one, it's really not a lopsided play. A lot of these favorites that are cashing are these really popular ones, getting seven, eight, nine out of 10 bets. 
this one's kind of split. This is really a tough one for the public. You walk into a bar, you want to lay with the Clippers who are looking good. Do you want to get points with the Jazz? It's tough to, to, to pick which side you're on, but the movement's all been to the Clippers. Minus four, up to four and a half, up to five. I think if you're at a five right now, I think you wait it out and see if there's maybe a little uh, little money late with the Jazz because all the indicators that I saw sharp around the market with the Clippers were either four and a half or four. So I'm going to hold out for that one. We, did, we have seen home favorite seven and three ATS so far in round two. Uh, we all know the chalk. We know that short fave minus five or less system, 67% ATS. And then I'd look at an overplay here, guys. Uh, did rise a little bit, 223 and a half to 224. You got some over refs. Uh, and the new series price, guys, by the way, if you like the clips, you think they win tonight, they're plus 155 to come back. Jazz right now are minus 190. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the total. The over has hit the past two games, even though the team's not playing at a crazy fast pace or tempo here, Michael. Do you have thoughts on the on the total here? I think the Jazz will clamp down defensively. They are, I believe, it's 7-2 and two in the Jazz's last nine following a loss uh, to the under. I like the under. I think it's a. I, I think it's a game that the Jazz have to play better defensively. I don't think the Clippers are going to shoot to the level that they shot to. So you know, I'm going to go under here. I'm going to go under the 224 and and feel like that would be a good play. I also am going to look in the first quarter. I took the Jazz, but I'm also going to watch the first quarter and I'm going to be ready to go in-game betting here. I really want to study Donovan Mitchell's movement. I want to see what he can do. If I don't think he can play well enough for four quarters, then I'm going to have to bail out my bet and go with the, go with the Clippers and get some odds. That's great advice. The usefulness of being able to wait and fire in-game, of course. Good job, Michael. Now, I'll, I'll let you sit back and listen to Josh's take on this and come over the top. <laughs> 76ers, Hawks, three, 225 and a half, Josh Applebaum. I will just set, preface this by saying this is a tough one for me, guys. Uh, and Michael's going to come off the top rope and, and clean this one up for me. But um, I'm going to go 76ers. I don't love again. Oh, my I'm God. The, I know. It's that Michael, line it, is, it, that, this. I don't know rough. who you are. I know. It's you all really right, Josh? Me. I would just, I would just say the Suns are in. The, kind is of there the somebody thing. else in that sports coat? Every year. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, ever since when you started wearing a sports coat, you're a different. I don't know what it Steph is. Steph just said the same thing. It's got the Hawks have overall. They have contrarian. They have steam. These are these are the tenets of Josh Applebaum betting. These are the critical components, and you're going with the Sixers. Yeah. Did you did you put that sports coat on with chalk? I did, Patrick. I, look at the inside. I got chalk all over the place here. My my one thing hey. I would say here, guys, if this goes three down to two and a half, then I think that's what you're waiting out for. But oh. it reminds me a lot of the Suns <laughs> yesterday. Uh, again, two and a half up to three, three and a half down to three. The sharp number with the with the uh, the Hawks was the three and a half. But the system that I'm leaning on again, which kind of gives me uh, a little bit of saving grace here, even though again I, I'm worried here, Michael. I really this is a tough one for me. But road favorites, 12 and 4 ATS covering these numbers. These short favorites, these favorites with a move, all in the 76ers. So, uh, Michael, do you, Michael, number one, do you think this gets down to two and a half? And, Michael, how crazy am I? Does it matter? Does it matter if it goes to, uh, Josh, does it matter if it goes two and a half? I mean, it didn't matter. The the Suns, the the Nuggets, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, we're we're talking about a fallacy. Either you like it at three, two and a half. We haven't had a tight game yet. 
We haven't had a tight game yet in this series. It has, there has not been a nail-biter. The Sixers got blown out in the first game. They made the rally at the end, kind of fortunate when they went up tempo. And since then, they've dominated the eight quarters. I mean, they've dominated eight quarters of basketball. Do I think they'll do it again tonight? My instincts tell me no, because I don't ever see Philly put three or four really good games back-to-back-to-back. But Embiid's the wild card. He's healthy, if he's healthy, stays on the court, not on the ground. They don't have an answer for him. They don't have an answer for him. And the longer it goes, the harder it is for the Hawks to keep shooting at a high-level pace. Okay. Well, we shall see. Do you like, hey, maybe you just bet the money line there on the Hawks, Michael. Plus 130. Why not? You don't need those points. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, you know me. I mean, I'm, I'm Debbie Downer when it comes to the Sixers. I grant you that. I don't have any confidence. I've, I've, I've been scarred, Patrick. I've been tremendously scarred through my I, career. I, I feel you. I, I like the reticence. What about the total, 225 and a half? You know, I think the under, I like the under. I think if it's going to be Atlanta, they got to play to a different under. I mean, Philly's defenses play well. They 128 to 110 to 104. It's, Atlanta's offense is trending in the other direction. Michael's been nailing these unders, by the way. If you've been keeping track over yeah. the last uh, 10 or so uh, plays that Michael suggested for totals, his numbers have been, his unders have been cashing. I think they're more reliable, Patrick, than the, the, the lines. I think Josh has become such a different guy because these lines are so unreliable, and the line movement is really hard to predict. Now, I think he's got a great stat today about this. If you're the, the 12 and 4 number, I think if you're listening to this program or watching us, that's a great nugget to go with if you want to go with Philadelphia. But I would urge, you know, especially in the Clippers game, I love the Jazz. I think the Jazz are the better team. Yes, I agree with, with Will Hill. You know, you could take Gobert out of it, send him to the corner, go small. But Donovan Mitchell can create, and they're not going to be as bad shooting as they were. So I, I think if Mitchell's healthy, it's a different game. Josh feeling himself in that jacket. Is that jacket square, Josh? <laughs> new man. Yeah, new man. Eh, what are you going to oh, do? Yeah. Uh, uh, Josh, uh, baseball. I see you got like four or five plays here. You want to lay them out? Yeah, real quick. I won't go too deep into the breakdowns here, but big steam on St. Louis Cardinals today. The Cardinals have been really struggling here a ton, but they went from yeah. uh, around minus 160 to like minus 180 here against Miami. Uh, you also look at uh, Miami really struggling here uh, on the road. And also they're giving up, uh, they're putting a guy up here, Braxton Garrett. He's a young lefty. Uh, St. Louis has mashed lefties. So big number there and big move to St. Louis. Uh, I'll keep an eye on the Cubbies. They're at the Mets. It's kind of a pick em game. Uh, but I think this uh, the Cubs playing well, and they're really playing well against lefties. They are uh, on the season now 13-5 and five against lefties. They're going up against Peterson, who's been getting lit up uh, his last few times here for the Mets. And also, uh, Michael, best game of the night here, Tampa Bay and the White Sox, two best teams in baseball. It's kind of a, a public saying, hey, give me the White Sox, give me LaRusse at home. But I'm looking at glass now. This is a minus 105 pick em. Tampa Bay is now up to around minus 110. I'll be laying that short number with Tampa Bay on the road. How about Milwaukee? You like Milwaukee doing it against the Reds? Uh, that's a little bit. So, number one, uh, divisional game, it's kind of stayed around minus 140. You would have a little bit of Reds uh, road division dog high total type situation. That's kind of a layoff uh, for me, Michael. But, but who are you leaning on that one? Oh, I'm definitely on Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee. I know the Reds are hot. But uh, I think that uh, I think Milwaukee's bats are just as good. They're playing as well. I like Milwaukee. Josh, quick, do you have the? Do you have? Are you going to lay a huge price in Game One? VGK tonight, hosting Montreal. That's a big number, two sixty ish. 
I don't think I can do it, Patrick. It's too high. I got PTSD for my Tampa Bay play last night with the Isles. I lean under there a little bit, but uh, that's too high even for me, 75, my goodness. Michael, have a great Monday. Enjoy the game tonight. You too, okay? Patrick. Okay, Josh, you do the same. Thank you. You do the same, Chalky. <laughs> we'll see you. The Nuts is coming up next. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.